welcome to Homespun Wisdom with myself, yes, Sarah Sharman, and of course, Daniel Confino, and Jane Confino. Good day to everybody. Nice to be back. Welcome. So glad Thank to you. have you again, Jane. Thank you for having me. For those of you who have just jumped into our podcast, Jane here is not only the lovely wife of Daniel, but is our illustrator for our album cover, so to say, and my good friend. So she'll be joining us in our conversation, which is about what, Daniel? Jewellery. Jewellery. Yeah, it's very hard to pronounce that correctly. Mm. Do you say jewellery or jewellery or... Just call it Tom. Tom, as in what, Tom? Tom Foolery. Ah, yes. Bit of Cockney rhyming slang. Tom Foolery jewellery. Yes, the things that make us shine, I guess. A diamond is forever. There well, we, we covered that a little bit, didn't we, in um, Jingle Jangle, where we looked at famous advertising slogans. Um, but we didn't get into that subject. I think jewellery is, is a very important um, area for discussion. It's what makes women more beautiful. Okay. And what men like to give women to make them more beautiful. And, of course, women buy for themselves to mm. make them more beautiful. May I add that a lot of men buy their own jewellery these days and wear it. For yeah. example? Um, well, I don't know quite how to put it, but a lot of young black men wear a lot of jewellery. Lovely dollar signs and um, great big chunky um chains, lovely rings, and they have gold put in their teeth with a diamond in. So it certainly is not all women. No, some women don't wear any jewellery at all. Some don't. So where does their beauty lie then? Well, beauty is in the person, as in, if I had my time again, I would not have my ears pierced. Oh, really? Because I've got pretty nice earlobes. Some women don't have earlobes, so to speak, do they? Right. They're just sort of, I don't know, but mine mine are nicely shaped. And I think if you've got a pretty earlobe, you don't need to adorn it mm. or hide it. Okay. And if you want to wear an earring, then you have, there's so many lovely clip-ons, clip-ons these days. Yeah. So many. My cousin didn't have her ears pierced mm. for a very long time. So until her teens, her dad was, uh, he wasn't really in favour for it. Yeah. But then it's quite tradition for girls to have their ears pierced yeah, from a baby. Cultures. Yes. Yep, indeed. So mine were pierced very At birth, young. Probably. Yes, probably. Yeah. Mm, invariably yeah. they are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I actually had my ear pierced once. Are you joking? No, my left No, he's not. My left side ear was pierced. Wow. When I was in California. I still had the ago. scar when I met you. Yep. I mean, wow. it, it was um, one of those mad things you do in your youth. I didn't okay. even know they. I should have been suspicious when this very large gun type thing was clamped or presented Perhaps to my. They're ear. aiming at your head, Daniel, and, and just um, your ear. I think in those days you didn't have to sign a form giving them an indemnity or a release, or probably these days you have to sign a lot of paperwork before they do anything to you. And what was your thought process of getting your ear pierced? It was a moment of madness. Okay. I was with somebody at the time that had an influence on my decision. Right, and you thought you'd appear cooler with a piercing. Yes, I'd been in Mexico for a while and probably was, you know, I was just thinking, well, this is all part of the vibe. And did you go for a hoop or a stud? Stud. Okay. The first, the first thing they put in is normally a stud, isn't it? When I had mine pierced, I was 14 years old, which was a long time ago, 50-something years ago. And they would not do studs in those days. It was a, a ring, and you had a sleeper, they called it, and you had to twist it several mm. times a day to make sure it moved ah. until it all healed. Yeah. But they would not put a stud in. Yes, because you see some people get an infection and it yeah. becomes all crusty. Yeah. And... Well, you can see why a ring would be easier to well, deal with and keep clean. Yes. Let's, um, let's try and understand jewellery then. Okay. I mean, adornment of the body... Uh, what's it all about? Why do people do it? Whether it's a gift or a self-purchase, male or female. And we're not going to get into, into tattoos today, which obviously is another whole area. It's not jewellery, is it? No. I think we'll cover that elsewhere. So, yes, what, what is it all about? I mean, what's the most basic forms of jewellery that people tend to have? 
A necklace. <clears throat> Rings mm-hmm. and necklaces, Rings bangles. And, of course, earrings, but they're not so immediate, are they? You've had to have your ear pierced mm. unless you can well, let's start. clamp it some other <clears throat> way. Do you mind yeah. if I start with the earring? Sure. I think. I mean, is the earlobe an erogenous zone? Yes, apparently so. And is that why? I mean, it's a bit, it's, it's a bit um, paradoxical for me that the erogenous zone, which you like to bite, mm. is then got something through it which makes it very difficult to nibble. Well, that's why it's... It's more to adorn a something that's already beautiful. That's the idea of jewellery, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right. To show off a beautiful wrist, a well-turned ankle, a lovely swan-like neck. Delicate fingers. Yes, yes. I, I for instance, <clears throat> if my hands aren't looking good, if I've been gardening for months and months and my nails are short, and I will not wear my diamond rings because I think I don't deserve to. Right. So the, uh, the only one I wear is my wedding ring. <clears throat> which okay. I've never taken off, but others I will not wear now, until it, my hands <clears throat> look good. Is it true that the older women get, the more jewellery they wear? Well, I suppose at a certain time in mm. life you can afford more, can't you? Over the years you collect it. So is it um, like a compensation for their declining attraction? No, that they, that the Oh, look at the... You, you, if only all of you there could see the faces that are being pulled on me. I mean, I'm just like the token guy sitting around the microphone with, these two, with these two ladies. I'm, I'm just going to have to go silent But for having said that, Daniel, there's the Shirley Bassey song, isn't there? Diamonds are forever. If you listen to the lyrics of that, it says it all. Well, mm. Give us a little insight, Jane. <laughs> um, like, they don't lie, they don't leave you. Oh, I see. Well, you get great pleasure from them always because they're forever, you know. I think I think Sarah has dialed up the lyrics. Sarah, is there anything you want to um, reference there? Oh, I'm not so quick today. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we're going to have unlike, to have a little... Unlike men, the diamonds linger. Put them round they your little are finger. all I need to please me. Yeah. They simulate and tease me. And as Jane said, they won't leave me in the night. Hold one up and then caress it, touch it, stroke it, undress it, and can see every part. And I guess that's when you see jewellery being made or oh, there are stunning a diamond. Think, I think we're talking about. Do you think really? diamonds are? Is that called diamonds are forever? This yes. Is do you think it was written by a man or a woman? Well, I have the I answer right you. in front of me. Um, Mr. John Barry. Mm. Oh, a man. He recently died, didn't he? Ooh. I hope that's right, otherwise we'll get sued. Well, I said, didn't he? <laughs> Harry, once somebody's dead, they can't sue you for defamation. Do you know that? Because you can't Maybe do John. anything bad to their reputation. So it's best to wait till they've gone before saying anything really nasty about them. Mm. Then you're safe. Well, he did die in mm. 2011. Thank you. Well done. Yes. So let's um, let's take each part of the body and examine the impact of jewellery well some people well sorry jumping in there earrings there are some kids who aren't allowed to have their ears pierced and then take it upon themselves Mm -hmm. to do it themselves or they want to they want to do a second hole yes or a third or a ninth or a 25th how do you do a DIY Piercing. You have a cork at the back of your ear and you just grit your teeth and heat up a needle and stick it through into the cork. Oh, my God. Are you speaking from experience, Jane? Well, that, I think that's how the Romanies would have done it in okay. the old days. They feeling... probably go off to Claire's accessories now, like most people. But when I had mine pierced, you couldn't get them done on the high street. You had to go to a jeweller's shop. Yeah. Yeah. And a jeweller would do it for you. Mm. Yeah. None of this Claire's and little booths and things. No. So I mean, the, the, there are studs, and there are dangly things, aren't they? Well, talk yeah. to me about the difference there. Oh, a teardrop. Uh... But there's just so many types. I mean, Indian women wear these beautiful ones with a chain across that attach to their nose piercing traditionally so you have this lovely chain going across your face from your ear right and stunning you know but what is that what is that accentuating or highlighting exactly i don't know is the ear do, does anyone think the ear is a beautiful object the ear lobe is yes the lobe. Yeah. yeah the lobe it's just very pretty and it's soft and some nice people to touch. do have nice ears mm. Yeah. Yes. And some, then some people have ears that don't need anything added to them I because think it's they... mainly black or white they're nice or they're not mm. <laughs> 
they stand out with or without jewellery. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's the ear. What about the fingers and rings on the fingers? Again, I think you need to have beautiful hands to wear rings because it's again to accentuate long nice fingers and mm. I don't I, I'm a bit of a purist about jewellery because like I said I wouldn't wear them if my hands weren't looking nice but then I feel different types of jewellery so if you've got nice uh, stones or diamonds uh, jewellery a certain hand can wear them mm. but then if you've got the gothic style chunky rings mm. That suits another type of hand, another type of person. Person, more so. Yes. yes. Because yes. as much as I love seeing those chunky rings with like a skull on yeah. or a frog or whatever, mm, mm. if I was to wear them, it just wouldn't sit quite right on my hands. Right. Well, you know, you know your hands, don't you? Mm. You know what you like on your hands, but that is a reflection of you and your personality. So therefore the person, right. isn't it? more yes. so than the hand because I think I think a, a lot of people don't care what the hands look like they're going to wear that ring and okay. that's it yes and then people they have like three or four rings on one mm. hand mm. or some ladies I think it's probably like I'm not saying it's a type of lady but they'll wear all their rings yeah. at the same time yeah. they'll have four on one finger and all the fingers are covered and it's like yes there's an optimum amount yes so is that a display of wealth you can see it like that rather than an attempt to attract attention but equally equally if you've got a lot of jewellery when are you going to wear it Mm. so therefore wear several rings on one Mm. finger if you can fit them on yeah and they do look nice in clusters if you've got diamonds or a a sapphire to sit on the top of the diamond bands or interlace the plain diamond bands with other things it can you know artfully done it looks lovely i mean i have tried to wear more than one ring on a finger but yeah the the formation of Mm. them they didn't sit right so Mm. I generally just wear one ring. Yeah. Mm. I personally like to wear my my plain wedding band, my diamond eternity ring, which goes all the way around with diamonds, and then I wear my grandmother's and my great-grandmother's wedding ring on the top of those two. So you've got a nice same shapes just offset with the diamonds, right. and so the three gold bands together. It looks stunning, yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm quite plain, understated. Understated, that's so What I'm hearing is that one of the reasons for doing this is to give yourself pleasure. Because you, Certainly. You, you're enjoying displaying mm. your own jewellery. And Certainly. I, I completely agree that wearing it rather than keeping it in a strong box somewhere is... Mm. In fact, we even discussed, Sarah, that maybe wearing it is the best place to keep it for security. Very often. Um, because you know where it is at all times. I mean, they can obviously try and chop your finger off if it's a bit stuck. But mm. I've often had it. scenarios in my head where where I'm being robbed of my jewellery and I take my rings off and fling them into the bushes. Yeah. And then I would obviously get a metal detector and the police <laughs> onto it the next day or something. Because they're not going to scrummage around in the bushes no. in the dark for my rings, are they? They've got better things to do, these bandits. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's what idea. I think. You know. Yeah, no, One of my um, my um, cousins, who is in, lives in Italy, was on a coach which was stopped by bandits on the road. And they came mm. in and went down the, the, the aisle looking at everybody. And she was, had the presence of mind to turn all her diamond yeah. rings over. So that they just showed like a gold, a gold band, band. I very yeah. often do on that the, when on I'm... the front, and she kept her hand yeah. sort of closed a bit so that they they didn't they weren't interested in that. So she I kept... either do that or wear gloves. Yeah, when I'm walking so the streets. A bit of homespun wisdom there. If you ever find yourself being robbed by highwaymen in a you know in a situation, just turn your diamonds to be under your hand mm. just to yeah. show the gold band because. Most people wouldn't want to take the gold band off. That is your wedding ring, isn't mm. it? And There's respect among thieves well, you, you sometimes. Think they, you'd like to think that some people mm. might stop at that. So, so one reason for wearing them is to please yourself. Mm-hmm. And then there's the display of wealth. Yeah. And also from a man's point of view, and this is maybe a little bit sexist, I'm sure you'll tell me if it is. Okay. But one of the reasons why men like buying their women expensive jewellery mm. is because it's a, it's a sign that they can afford it. It's, oh, a, okay. it's a form of conspicuous consumption which is indirect. But does it have to be expensive? Can they just get them something that will complement them and you see it and go, oh, I saw this and thought this 
is perfect for that person regardless that, of the price yeah that is true daniel because in mexico you bought me lots of um insects yeah. made of wire and raffia and beads yeah and they're stunning on a on a plain dress or mm. one no, of only, my... only, only the ones that sting are, are stunning <laughs> um oh. yeah okay end of that one <laughs> well i also bought you some paper once didn't i what were they made out of um palm the mexicans have this amazing way of folding yes. palm paper jewelry well yeah like a raffia it's like a raffia but they're, they're, they're earrings with those great big hooks in them and they're very light because they the raffia weighs nothing and so they're like flamenco dancers or they had a whole a whole band of tijuana type musicians didn't they, they did, that you could yeah. hang from your ears this works about they must have had to do them with a microscope you know okay. magnifying Can you just explain what a raffia is raffia is a type of a grass okay we use it so, to tie up plants with and flowers right. so i'm agreeing with you that you, you don't have to spend a fortune on stuff Definitely that not. looks great but there is a certain type of guy mm. that likes to show his wealth yes. by lavishing expensive jewelry i mean you look at all those top end are they in Bond Street or mainly Bond Street? You know the Graf, mm. Boodles. What are they called? Oh, yeah. yeah, Winston. Yeah, um, yeah. You know they, these are places where you can spend hundreds of thousands. Richard Ogden, um, and and of course the wearer of this jewellery wants to be known for that, and it's a form of compliment that her man has lavished this on her. Um, so that that's another possible way that. People do that, but of course, women these days with full economic power, yes, and much more equal economic power, can do it for themselves they if they can, so wish. Yeah. Well, I have what? bought a lot of jewellery myself. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I fall into the habit of you mentioned Ogden. Yeah, and um, we like them. That's where we well, got our engagement Ro rings. Robert Ogden, yes, and yes. wedding rings. It's very famous. What was in the Burlington yeah. Arcade, but I think he's now had, gone online, hasn't he? Well, I, I have a very lazy approach every year. They send out a catalogue okay. around Christmas, and I always buy the thing on the front cover. Right, so do you even open the catalogue? <laughs> well, not, not a lot. I just ring up Robert and say, I'll have that thing I on the front. I love that one. I love, love the one on the front cover. Because it's always, it's always the best piece. I must know. have a word with him what to put on the front cover. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, I think you've just dug yourself into a hole there. I think I have. Robert, I hope you're not listening to this. because uh, yeah, We I mean, can make sure he does, Daniel. I'll email him. <laughs> I have this um, little technique when I'm buying jewellery, which is often you know, for quite large amounts of money. But um, I, I give them my phone number, right. you know, my mobile phone number, and I say you'll have to turn the, 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 the price that you have into something that uses the numbers in my on my phone. So Excluding because, the noughts. <laughs> <laughs> because you're quoting telephone numbers at me, so here's my telephone number. You uh, can do something with it. They love that. It's a little game that we play. Okay. And it requires a certain amount of effort to get it right, you know, so it's um, it makes it more memorable. We've talked in the past about how you you remember things sometimes for the way you bought them, the fun you had in buying them and the, if you're spending a lot of money it's important that you know that you have some some of that to remember it by yes um talking of as we were costume jewelry as it's called the mm. non-expensive type i mean there are different prices of course with um costume jewelry and i do happen to be a collector of leah stein um costume jewelry and that is made out of early plastics uh, they still make stuff today she's still alive a very old lady um, now uh, was uh, was living in Paris I don't know if she still does but makes beautiful everyday jewellery out of early plastics and presses them presses lace into them or sparkles and all sorts of things they're, they're often of animals aren't they very often of animals but some of them are of faces profiles yeah. I've got one with a feather I've got ladybirds I've got foxes I've got cats Leah Stein. Leah Stein. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. And still in production today. Yeah. They're very collectible, especially the vintage ones. And she has the 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 clasp on the back mm. 
is a, is a particular shape and that denotes it's an old one. You can date them, actually, if you know what you're looking at. Okay. Um, so the earlier, the more expensive they are. And they are expensive in the scheme of things, a few hundred pounds a piece, yes. but not like a diamond, you know. Right. But very much fun and everyday wearable stuff. Yes. Mm. What about brooches, actually? It's, um, mm. And these are obviously things you can pin to yourself yeah. in different places. What's the story there? Not many people wear brooches. I do. Yes, my mum's got quite mm. a few. But I you're have... of an era, I think. Right, okay. Mm. And my mum gave me a nice ballerina one, which I didn't wear. I just keep in my jewellery yeah. box. And I thought, it's so nice. And she Should bought me... Wear it. She bought me it before I went off to dance college. Mm. And only about a year or two ago, I started to wear it. I had it on my tartan coat. And one afternoon I noticed it had gone. Oh no. So the clasp at the back was yeah. a bit too loose and now I'm gone. It's gone. I was devastated. But you, wore, but you wore it and enjoyed it for that yes. time. And if it was still in your jewellery box, you wouldn't say that. Mm. But you wouldn't be enjoying it either. No. I did, I was going to say to you, if you've got a favourite piece of jewellery that's not too expensive, put it on a coat because yes. it's somewhere to keep it and you see it all the time yes. if you're wearing your coat. Whereas I couldn't put my diamond brooches on a coat because you leave them in a restaurant cloakroom and I'm sorry, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I just couldn't afford to do that. No. What about insurance then? Is that something... Insurance is some part in 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 recompense but if you've lost your yeah. favorite piece yeah. nothing's going to replace mean, it just on a bit of homespun wisdom insurance policies a lot of them aren't covered out of the house that's true so if you do have something that you are particularly concerned about you, always a clause isn't you there? might need to make sure that your insurance policy covers that item right for outdoor equally out have of the safety house. chains put on things i do on a lot of my favorite pieces you can go to the jeweler and they will um solder on the tiniest finest chain to the actual piece of jewelry okay and it's about an inch and a half long this fine chain in gold or whatever the metal is in your and then a tiny safety pin on the end and you pin it to your jacket or your dress oh. or jumper so if it does come undone, it's, it's hanging on the safety pin. It's like a fail safe. Yeah, and and that's that looks nice still. Yeah, it's like a pocket watch, you know, that right. little drape yes, of the chain. Little, yeah, little chain. I, that's I'm, I'm going to say something maybe a little controversial here, but mm. um, you know, so I find that when a, a lady is dressed up, you know, for the evening in full regalia, mm -hmm. that if she's showing a little bit of décolletage, and then has a brooch, you know, a beautiful brooch somewhere to the side, you know, it's quite hard to know where to look, really. Yeah, so, of course, um, Daniel. Well, if she hadn't got the brooch on, what would you be looking at, Daniel? Well, I don't have to say that. Well, no, you don't, but it's pretty um, obvious. But, 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 so right. you have a choice. But I, I think in the interest of honesty, because we do talk openly, you know, that we discussed on a previous podcast how dress, couture, tailoring, effectively focuses your eye on the on, on some part of the anatomy yeah something can be very wasted you know mm. very emphasized on the waist mm. it can be very busty it's the idea emphasize it, the shoulders it? like the power dressing of the 80s maybe mm. the tight crutch well speaking of the waist in some cultures you have the beads that they put round, and i've seen mm -hmm. lately people have been <coughs> adopting this here yeah getting the uh, african beads which are uh do apologise about the noise in the background, but lockdown, working from home. But uh, yeah, these beads in other cultures are to signify a religious purpose, mm. a spiritual. Some purpose. are shells, aren't they? Little yes. conch shells, and, and yeah. yes, and then also you've got the piercing and belly buttons, which became very popular. When did that become popular? Well, I've had here? mine in for probably uh, for. Uh, 30 years. Wow. I was one of the first to have it done. Whoa. And it was very much, uh, not ridiculed, but certain friends made nasty comments about it. Really? Like they wouldn't let their daughter have it done. And then, of course, their daughters grow up and have it done. And I think, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Oh. <laughs> um, how, what made you get your belly button pierced? 
Because I wanted another diamond, I expect. <laughs> and I have this one. I had lots of different ones, but now I just keep that one in. I, I don't even mm. know I've got it done. Yes. It's just a part of me. Okay. Now, Jane, have you ever been complimented on your jewellery? Yes. Let's hear about that. Ooh. I'm not sure I can remember. Uh, mostly I get com uh, I seem to compliment. remember there were a couple of Dutch chaps at uh, Shiki's. At Jay Shiki? Yeah. Why don't we tell us about that? Well, I can't remember it, so you'd better say. Oh. Well, I seem to remember you were having lunch there, maybe with a friend, and, a, and you were being given the eye by a couple of chaps at a nearby table. And, well, you can stop there. I was just probably being given the eye. And then one of them came over and, and, and complimented you on your jewellery. Oh. Um, your diamonds, in fact. And, you know, being, being Dutch, yes. they know a lot about the Amsterdam diamond market. It's one of yes. the big um, diamond centres. Well, well that, that's not in, that, that's no, in Belgium. That's Belgium, but yeah, uh, I do vaguely remember it, Daniel. But it, uh, I was thinking more of um, I have a brooch that's striped with um, sapphires and diamonds. It's an oval shape, and it's Edwardian, I think, and it's very cleverly made so that the diamonds are on a a slant, and the sapphires are on another slant. So. If you turn to the light one way, all you can see are the diamonds. And if you turn the other way and the light, all you can see are the sapphires. But if you're looking front on, you've got the stripes of Simon's, diamonds and sapphires. Mm -hmm. And people obviously see, I don't see it because I'm wearing it, but people say, oh my God. Oh, it glistens. Yeah, like, and like they, those... they stop me and say, I need to look at this. And wow. they're, they're making me move so they can see the both sides uh -huh. of it. Like those children's images where you, you yes know, you, those books what do they call this name from but there's another story which maybe you remember better which i remember going home once on the train late at night and we were sitting opposite a couple and you mentioned something you said some how i said that? to him hello ray hello ray exactly and he looked at me as if to say who the hell are you and i thought i don't know you either but i didn't say that and mm -hmm. i said i started talk chatting to him and he's the woman he was with was sort of giving me the evil eye and um because he probably played around a bit and I have no idea Daniel. He confronted I with one of his conquests. I didn't know the guy, but no. he was just trying to make polite conversation uh -huh. with me. And um, he said to me, how do you know my name when he got off? And I said, uh, I just looked at your signet ring. It says R-A-Y on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a danger of a signet ring, really. Yeah. It's not this is strictly related, but all those people that leave um, conferences still, you know, sporting <laughs> their, 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 oh, their name tag. I mean, they're, they're quite vulnerable to people like me approaching them saying, how, how are you going, Carol? You yes, know? I've done that to a few a people. a nice day, Carol. Yeah. Or I tell them, you might want to take that off. Yes. But you mentioned the evil eye. <laughs> In history, just referring to my facts here, uh, many cultures wore jewellery yeah. to ward, ward off, off. Eve. That's evil. right. Yeah. The Turks do, don't they? I think on the uh, isn't there the hand of Fatima? Oh yes, she yes. has that. There's the hand shape with, with the, the eye on eye. it, and, it's, yes. and the Turks have the blue stone with the black stone in the middle, or something like that. And I think yes. that's all to do with warding off, warding off spirits. Mm. In the oldest piece of jewellery uh, was found in a Moroccan cave, mm. 82,000 years old. Wow. I've been to Thessalonica and just outside the city there, we've been to burial mounds, museums and things where you see the most amazing headdresses made of gold foil. So so fine that they shiver because they put them on little gold springs and their oak leaves and acorns on these headbands that these women wore and when they moved they just tremor oh wow like the tinsel you see at uh, the tire places you know oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yeah stunning and they're of course thousands and thousands of years old mm. so, so yes a lot of early been jewelry a part of, yes forever made from shells mm. and there's mm. even mention here of snail shell beads yes uh from the bombus caves in africa okay. dated back seventy-five thousand mm. years mm. Yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I mean, it's funny you mentioned the tyre centres often have these shimmering sequin, uh, things. sequin type things. And, you know, obviously making tyres interesting is, is quite, 
quite difficult. Hard. And I think it's been a problem for the advertising industry for a long time. I seem to remember there was one great campaign, was it by Pirelli? And it was called the Calendar. They had this. They had this sort of sequence straight out of a thriller. Mm. You know, and at the end of it, the the tagline was "gripping stuff." You see, oh. and I thought that was quite clever. Really, that was clever. But um, do, can can jewellery? Can you make a silk purse out of a sow's ear? That is the question which we have to face. If you throw enough jewellery at, at somebody, do they become more interesting and more attractive? Well, because they you don't. Notice, do you they? notice because you notice the jewellery. Can you polish a turd? <laughs> As Daniel would probably say. <laughs> well, it's the same question about making a silk purse out of a sow's ear. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, well, all right, Sarah, what are your thoughts? We've had a lot from Jane on, on jewellery. Mm, well, I really just... Do you mean... suffer from jewellery envy when you see people with jewellery? think, oh, I'd like that. No. All right, tell me I more. I mean, I can appreciate the beauty of jewellery. Most of my jewellery is costume jewellery, though my mother insists on buying me jewellery pretty much at every occasion I'm like I'm just not going to wear it but she insists it's important to have some nice pieces of jewellery mm. either to mark an occasion or to keep you <laughs> in good stead should you come in a tricky yes. part of your life. Has she given so you true. any jewellery any important jewellery of her own? Of her own I do have her engagement ring because it doesn't fit her finger anymore and I often just Always leave it have at it home. Change shape, <laughs> size. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I thought I was. I just said I'll take it, Mum. I like it. Mm. And then, uh, as my dad's no longer with us, I felt that yeah, it was nice it to going. have that yes, that indeed. sentiment of him and her mm. with me. And you're the only daughter, so that makes I, it easier. I'm <laughs> the only daughter. Yes, but then I rarely wear that. I have one ring that I bought three times, so. First, I bought it for my good friends, lifelong friends who I've known since I was three for their b birthday, and they were matching. And I thought, actually, I like that ring so much. I'm going to go back to the shop and purchase one for myself. So we're like the three amigos with the, mm. the matching ring, but the gem inside were different shapes, different shades of pink. And uh, one of the twins liked the ring so much. She said, "Oh." Oh, I hope her husband doesn't listen. She goes, well, this is nicer than my engagement <laughs> ring. <laughs> but then she had children and her fingers got fat, so she yeah. can't wear it anymore. You just get the jeweller to change the size. I remember when I got That's size. That's why you're here, Jane, to give us all these good tips. <laughs> Practical. Yeah. When I got size for this, I was Z. And after Z, which is the size largest. Size for what? This, this, sorry, this wedding ring. Oh. Um, after Z, they have Z1 or two or mm. three or something. I'm, I'm beyond Z, you know. Oh. But I am known for my like huge Like you're beyond hands. help. <laughs> and I, there, there is a particular piece of jewellery that I want you, you ladies to talk about, which is the um, charm bracelet oh. and how that works. Is that something where you buy somebody the, the base bracelet and then every year you add a charm to it? As you like. How does that work? Just explain that. I mean, that. if you bought an old one, you'd buy it complete. Yeah. And they'll cost thousands of pounds because the old mm. charms were beautifully made friends of mine had charm bracelets when they were little children i never yeah. did they didn't really appeal to me they're a bit clanky and yeah but a good investment and if you you know you could get one with, i always remember with a 10 shilling note in it so you could just see the 10 in the little glass window it was like in a little glass lantern right so tiny that it fitted on but it was folded in such a way that you just saw the 10 of the 10 shilling note yeah peeping out of the glass and i used to love things like that to mm. see and we used to look at the you know and she used yeah. to say oh my mum bought me that and we got that when we went here and so yeah it tells a story it's a timeline if you like my mum did buy me a charm mm. bracelet and i thought what do you buy me that very for? heavy when it's solid gold yeah extremely heavy if you've got it loaded. mine was a little silver one and mm. i don't think i've ever worn it and i haven't added any charms but my housemate has a pandora mm -hmm. charm bracelet yes. which she doesn't wear but she still collects the charms yeah. to go on it not so much now but each one that she's got on there is to mark an occasion yeah. and or if she did a dance show she'd get one to mark that one and yeah it's yeah. quite full I mean I've got little beads on today but mm. these are from traveling I love these little yes. colorful beads yes they're jolly aren't they? mm. yes yeah, yeah. 
and I think even when they snap, I try to repair it, just thread the elastic yeah. back through and keep it going. Oh, and there's the hand of Fatima on that oh, one, there actually. Oh, yes. Keep it away those, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. But what, what's it like when somebody admires a piece of jewellery you have, you know, so that you feel... Well, you feel proud. ...either under siege or you wear it to provoke a reaction from them because you know that they... I don't wear things to provoke reactions mm. I wear them to please myself and even if you're wearing something so simple and you add well that's when it looks so stylish isn't yes it? yes oh there was the time so I'm an actor I was filming mm. EastEnders and there was an award ceremony and I'd forgot to pack jewellery they requested that I bring my own jewellery mm. to set and I was like oh I don't really want to take all my nice stuff and then I ended up forgetting the costume stuff and then when I was watching the show back I just looked at myself I thought oh the dress is nice but could have done with but could have done with mm. something just to enhance yeah like Sometimes all you need is one thing, mm. say a little black dress with a black uh, with a with a, a diamond circle brooch yes. on it is stunning. Equally, I have got a Vivian Westwood dress which is tartan and quite racy, mm. and on that it's got sort of draped around the decolletage, and you can drape it anyhow yes. you like. And I just pull mm. it about and drape it and pin it with all my diamond. Um, brooches ah. and it's totally over the top and right. you don't wear a necklace no or, or and you just wear just little stud earrings but that looks quite stunning mm. because it's a busy dress and with those on it it's just yes yeah. talking about Vivian Westwood it reminds me you bought me those fabulous Vivian Westwood cuffs because I haven't seen them in a long time well we haven't had the black tie dinners that normally go with them but they are just to explain they're, they're great scalloped swooping things feathers Feathers. Well, the, um, in the shape of in feathers. Diamond studded. I don't think real diamonds. No. What are they called? The fake diamonds? Zycon? Zy what Zyconium? Those, I don't know. Zirconium. Mm. There's the other thing. What's or it glass. called? Mesquite. Not mesquite. Oh, not they're not marcasite. Marcasite. That's it. That's a very... But anyway, they're mm. very beautiful pieces of work. And whenever we have a, a serious dinner and I wear them with a nice white maybe dress shirt, mm. they get a lot of comments. You know, because right. men don't normally wear anything quite as flamboyant as that. No. I also bought you something nice for your pearl, for our pearl wedding anniversary, which is 30th, by the way. Yes. A beautiful pearl stick pin. I haven't yes. seen that either. <gasps> there was a stick up and... And um, I also bought you a teapot. Yes. From Leah Stein, just a brown Betty, That's a little right. brown teapot, which is stunning, and you That's... just wear it on your jacket. Yeah. And there's no reason on earth why men shouldn't wear jewellery like there that. There isn't. And do you know what? In some African ch cultures, enormous earrings are a sign of masculinity, prowess, power, and status. Mm. Oh. So that explains it. Maybe you want to get your ear pierced again, Daniel, and we can. Uh, I'll do it for you in a minute. Stretch it. Off and... Yes, I mean I'm at the other end of my career now. When they can all go whistle, really, I can wear what I like. Ah, oh, but there are those earrings that people wear and make the hole bigger with mm. the, and um, that kind of makes me go a bit funny. Doesn't yes, it, it's a bit like an illusion, isn't it? Yeah. Especially if it's really stretched. Sometimes it's so big that you can't see the earlobe. Yeah. It's just like having a hoop in your ear because you can't see the skin. Mm. And I just imagine taking it out and what you've got left. Oh, now, ladies, can I talk about pearls for a minute? You can, yes. Um, so is it important to have a set of graduated pearls, like a necklace, um, in your, in your jewellery box, whether they're you know fake or real yes i do have some fake pearls i used to have some they were stolen by a cleaner oh no many years ago they were my mother's oh that is sad but i mean it, it was kind of associated with um with sloan ranger ladies in the 1980s they would have a a blue velvet headband to keep back their fake or real blonde hair and always wearing them you know, and and pearls as big as their toothy smile wouldn't they you know so there'd mm. be a, a good set of gnashes and, and a great set of graduated pearls yes they did wear a string of pearls and they usually had the stand-up collar with the yes um, that's right the stripy shirts yes that's right yeah, yeah. That, that was a look that's gone. lady die was it a lady oh. die look yes it was so how do pearls feature in in, in the adornment stake then 
Well, it's pearls before six, diamonds after six. Is that right? Allegedly. You ask so any you, lady. So you go to a cocktail that. party, you need to observe this. Yeah. So if you if you're out for the you know a major evening of it, you might have to switch from well, indeed, pearls yes, to diamonds. To the late, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. that's a level of complication I hadn't really thought about. No, but, I did not know that. So yes, we are getting some wisdom here. It's the old tradition, hopefully. Yes. Facts. But like most <laughs> things, those traditions go by the by, don't they? And people wear, you know, people eat nachos for breakfast <laughs> and so, um, wear pearls all day. And when does, um, you know, jewellery become sort of mutilation? Those weird things people wear that expand their earlobes. Well, that's we were just talking about that. Uh, what are they called? I don't know. Oh. Just horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that seems a bit serious. Yeah. And there's people do things to their nipples. Yes. Oh, yes. What do we think about that? Wow, each to their own. Well, it's a private thing, isn't it, mm. then? It becomes a fetish, if you like. I don't know. It's a very private thing on the whole. Unless... I mean, they're nipple rings, aren't they? Yes, but there's not. it's not just nipples, is it? No. Okay, we could it's be getting It's male into... and female genitalia getting... that are... Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's getting a bit... I mean, I personally... Can we open the window? I'm feeling a bit hot all of a sudden. It's open, not... Daniel. We're... Um... <laughs> I'm not sure Socially why people distanced. would do that, but uh, going back to pearls, mm. so they were presented to the Chinese in, a, where did I see it, in early as 20, 2300 BC, Yeah. Right. while in ancient Rome, pearl jewellery was considered the ultimate status symbol. Right. Well, they had to be dived for, didn't they? It wasn't, they didn't just go and buy them somewhere. No. Or the, the mer they had a merchant, maybe they bought them from, but mm. ultimately they were dived for in the old days. And imagine, that's quite something though, because mm. they don't have the diving equipment that the we pearl do. divers, no, they had a pair of lungs and a knife mm. and they would dive as deep as they could and extricate the pearl from the clam or whatever it was, the oyster. Or bring it up and do it. I don't know how they did it. Yes. And pearls are the only gemstone to come from a living creature. Yes, that's right. The oyster. Mm. And in mm. fact, it's a build-up of calcium and stuff like that. Because they don't all have them in them. No, they don't. They grow. But so pearls what, are grown inside is, um, the shell. What is mother of deposit. pearl, then? Mother of pearl is the lining of a shell. I see. Travis Costello talks about diving for pearls. He probably does. does. In shipbuilding, I need to he check does. that. Yeah, okay, good. Got that one in. That's for you, Gareth, by the way. Um, right. Wow, wow, wow. Now, there was something else I was going to say about jewellery. Hmm. Well, whilst you're thinking about that. Yes. Which, um, we haven't gone down the body. Signet to, rings. Well, we, we did discuss them a little bit. Ray, do you remember yes, Ray? Yes, I Ray know, that's why Ray I was thinking... But not everyone wears a signet ring. No. But they also, they also don't denote things, don't they, if they're worn on the little finger? Yes. Can I ask a question about signet rings? Were they originally to, to emboss they your mark the, in, the, in the wax? Well, you had a seal yeah. on the ring. So to emboss in the, wet, in the yes, hot wax when be, you sealed an envelope. It would be like on, an onyx uh, or gold yeah. carved, you know, with your family crest or whatever, and you'd just seal it, boom, like that, with your whichever finger you wore it on, probably on your index finger, because then you'd just curl it over and press it into the wax. So yes. really, when, you, when you think about it, identification has gone full circle. You had a signet ring on your finger to yeah. emboss, and then Apple came up with the fingerprint identification when you touched the phone. Of course, now they use facial recognition as well, but you know, mm. so the thing, something on the finger or the finger itself is, obviously it's always to hand, it's really helpful. You know, you, you can't say, I left my finger at home. Um, you can wear a toe ring, so it's not always to hand, is it? <laughs> That's true. I was going to try and move down the body to mm. the ankle. Oh, yeah. I don't think anyone's ever done something to the An knees. But ankle no, rings. knees are a bit important, aren't they? I always thought ankle rings were a bit sort of, you know, bond well, bondage style. Ankle I, rings? You mean ankle bracelets? Ankle bracelets. That was... Well, yes. I thought they were to do with bondage. Apparently prostitutes used to wear oh, that's ankle why. Brace, ankle oh. bracelets, anklets, whatever anklets, they're called. Yeah. But also, again, in, in Indian tradition, a lot of the women wear them. And, and in the um, Bedouin tribes, they wear these lovely jangly things yes. for when they dance when dancing, and stamp. You've got the 
And they look stunning. Yes. Usually in silver, aren't they? Silver and leather and mm. just gorgeous. It's like that tambourine I bought yesterday in the market and I was using it to suggestively dance with some young poet. Were you called Esmeralda then? <laughs> no, I don't think that's what they called him. I had to take him away in the end. <laughs> so you see the ankles and the toes, did we toe say? Toe rings. I, w I wear a toe yeah, ring in do. the summer because in the winter I wear that same ring on my little finger because oh. it hurts to squash it into Have you been saying toe a... ring all these days when I thought you were saying toe rag? Is that different? I don't know what to what you're referring, Daniel. I see. I've never called you a toe rag. I wouldn't be that kind. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But uh, yes, uh, toe rings, they were very fashionable. Mm. And I do wear one, um, I wear a diamond one sometimes and then I push my gold band on to keep it safe right. so it doesn't slip off but I only wear it on special occasions with pretty sandals and nicely pedicured feet mm, that's it you find the story as you mentioned you wouldn't be wearing the exactly. nice stuff with grotty feet grotty, grotty feet grotty <laughs> hands yeah no, I wouldn't personally no. no but it does wearing jewelry does just finish a look doesn't mm. it it's simply just some earrings my mum would always say if we're going to church or uh, going to dinner for s somewhere or visiting friends yeah Sarah go back upstairs put some earrings in yes because you just felt that that set mm. the tone of being a young lady it, well, equally I would personally never go out without earrings in because mm. a pair of ears with whatever the state of your earlobes if they've got holes in them and they're not got earrings in I think they look horrible um. can I um just pick up one final item of jewelry that interests me and which is the watch oh yes the watch I mean and this is probably an area where men go a bit mad right um buying these incredibly elaborate Swiss um traditional sticking out of traditional <laughs> watches with all these what are called complications you know, that's the right word for something that shows you the position of the moon or you know some mm. other celestial um, representation. Yeah. Well, I, I meant to say previously that you know there's a, a whole theory of attraction about celestial bodies, you know, or, or heavenly bodies even. The, the nearer. It's a matter of opinion, isn't well, it? Well, actually, no, it isn't because the, the the larger and nearer heavenly bodies are, the more they attract one another. That's why I've been putting on weight, Jane. In the, in the belief okay. that, that my heavenly body would, would attract you more. Well, I must be a shooting star because I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> but Maybe watches. if you wore some jewellery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or gave me some. It would distract you. Um, but anyway, so these yeah, very complicated and expensive watches. Yes. And, and they're sort of virtually bigger than people's wrists. Oh, I mean, they're, they are. They're like a mountain on top of your wrist. What's, what's that all about? Do you, do you, are you impressed when you see a chap with Oh, a... certainly not. Certainly not. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? Are you, I mean, I'm do impressed. Do it for you? I'm impressed if a guy wears a watch. Yes, these days. Yeah. Because it's unnecessary, isn't it? Everyone looks at their phone. beautiful timepiece. Mm. You know, just a plain gold rim and a lovely leather strap. Yeah. Fine, fine piece, you know. Yeah. I want to bought you the smallest watch I could find because that's what you wanted. Yes, I have most a, dainty and delicate I still thing. wear it, actually, yes. Mm. Yes, it's a Raymond Veal. And I bought you a more But elaborate then I one. have the um, the very beautiful um, Jaeger Lecult gold watch, which mm -hmm. is a reverse. It's not the reverso, is it? It's no, but it does flip over. You flip it over ah. because reverso, I think you can do two time zones. Oh. Whereas the the flip the one that flips over that I have is the same time on both sides, but one's easier to read than the other because one would be a cocktail side right. with mother of pearl and oh, diamonds. Oh, so you've got the pearl and the diamonds. Yes. So you can switch over from, is it five o'clock? Six o'clock, I flip it over. How elegant, from the, I never realised. From the boring old pearl side. So you side. can be out all day I can, and in all my watch. evening. Absolutely. This is the quick change routine. Mm, yes. you know? See my pearls? Da -dum, da -dum. Diamonds. But I invariably wear it one side because I can read it better without my glasses. I think on. I think telling the time is the least of its functions. Exactly. Actually. Yeah. It is nice. It's a lovely wind-up one. Yeah. Yes. I, I mm. seem to remember the one of the selling um, techniques that they had when we bought this mm. was that when you flip it over for it, for the hands to, to still move clockwise, 
which actually is quite an important thing about yes, clocks. Yes, it's the they, mechanism, isn't they it? They had to do something clever when you flip it over so that it still moves clockwise. Yes. You know, when you look at something that's clockwise one side, if you go down the other side of it, yeah. it's not. It's anti-clockwise, isn't yeah. it? Yes. So they, there was some clever complication, I, sus- I suspect. Well, they, it doesn't show on the they, outside. No, no, it's all, it's all buried Internal. in some brilliant... No, it was a very clever clever move. As a result of buying this watch we were invited by the the company all expenses paid trip to visit what they called the manufacture all these words in in the watchmaking world, there's there's the complications and the manufacture, what I remember most about that, because I'm not a great fan of watches, I can't even wear one really, I think my my huge magnetic appeal does something weird to the mechanism and drives it crazy How do you Um, get by in life Daniel? Well he asks me what the time is, and I look at my telephone. As my brothers have joked, I don't wear a wallet either. I just have a Securicor van following me around. Mm. Um, so I've got Big Ben being towed around as well. But, no, what I remember most about the manufacture up somewhere in the Swiss mountains was the, the strange genetic evolutionary consequence of, of generations of, of ladies mm. learning to do watches. They, they actually grew into a Grew size. them in the family. There's a sort of weird in shape and size, which is quite abnormal. And I, I was really quite shocked to see this, that, that, that suits watchmakers. I mean, either, you know, very little hands with quite short bodies so that they, they don't have to reach too far for their head. And big bottoms to, so they could yeah, sit there all yeah, day I mean, and they, not they, be they, uncomfortable. They, these watchmaking ladies who assemble these incredibly delicate mechanisms have, have evolved or been chosen and naturally selected oh. to interbreed, to, to be... Interbreed. To breed, <laughs> yeah. Um, they're not sandwiches, Jane. They're not in bread. Uh, that's a sort of joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, that was quite shocking. I remember thinking, you know, they've actually almost created a type of person to make watches that probably mm. when they leave their workstation and go out, nobody's interested in them. They look, God, and they don't leave the they workstation, look, they, they, they just they, they make look, money and watches. <laughs> they look, they look decidedly misshapen and weird wow. and disproportionate. But that they... was a good trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the watch, trip. yes. Well, let's making watches. There are some uh, companies or jewelers where you can go in and make your own jewelry with them. I know my friend does uh, some workshops where couples can go and design their wedding bands. Mm. Yeah, and that's become nice. popular, hasn't it? Yes, yeah. To have a set. Uh, I don't know about that myself, but um, yes, you have a the maybe the wedding ring has a little nobble on it that pushes in like a jigsaw to the right. engagement wing, which pushes out with the diamond on it, so it sort of mm. interlocks. Yeah. Mm. So you buy the set that, buy from set. the jeweller to make sure mm. that you are going to get married. Do you have one one question <laughs> for you about when I was in uh, Tiffany's in New York? You asked me to buy a set of. Teardrop jewellery by yeah Elsa Peretti. Did she die? Who has recently died? Oh, she did. That's good. We got that right. They were beautiful though. Yes, they are. They're very heavy though, very because they're solid gold and they really Tons. big heavy te- but teardrops. There's something about the shape. Yeah, they're very this, this organic. Incredibly, yes, organic. incredibly appealing. And I think this goes back to what you were saying earlier, Sarah. That you don't and need the ring. Spend... The ring yeah. is lovely too. Yes, it's open, isn't it? It's uh... yes, it's sort of like like a knot that isn't tied. I think yeah. there's an, the, the sort of simplistic approach to this is to say, let's spend lots of money and have diamonds dripping off everything. But actually, the most effective jewellery, the mm-hmm. most beautiful jewellery, often has a simple line. Mm. Like I say, with my gold bands and, and my diamond your ring. your brooch that is so lusted after by your girlfriend. Oh, my friend Yvonne. Um, is, is just, what is it? It's, it's onyx. This is a... An a, onyx band. Yes. C- circle or ring. A black onyx. Black onyx with diamonds green. set... And it's just simple diamonds. It's just simple and plain. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed that when you're with Yvonne, she can't look you in the face. I have to wear it when I see her. (laughs) She is fixated with this thing, isn't she? Yes. I don't know what she she, likes it. You know, I don't know what she'd do if you ever sort of made it. I said I'd will it to her, but as I'm quite a bit younger than her, maybe that was pie in the sky. Mm. (laughs) I remember making, and this is going to be a terrible way to end the show, Sarah. So you must say something afterwards. But we we got invited to a. Christmas party at S.J. Phillips, didn't we, Jane? Do you remember? When yes. They, when in the days when they had their shop in, uh, is it New Bond Street? It was in Bond Street, in Bond yes. Street. Well, and um, gone round the corner. And now. they invite some of their best customers there, who I have to say were very much at the advanced age. We were the youngest people in of there. Of the spectrum, wow. and they came wearing their absolute. <laughs> 
finest jewellery. It was a display, of, a monstrous display. We were just there jewelry. to drink the champagne and eat the mince pies. And I was escorted <laughs> out quite early because I asked one lady of this advanced years whether she mm. would trade all her jewellery to take 20 years off her age and the appearance. Right. And, and she found this question really hard and upsetting. Oh, you know, but that's a good question, isn't it? You know, how much of your jewellery... I why you left early. It's because oh, I was looking at something that was... I was some, you know, when I get bored, Jane, I sometimes do not very helpful things. And I just thought, well, yes, is that what we're really looking at here? That these women have nothing else now because, to, you know, they, they, they can't make themselves beautiful again in a you know, conventional mm. way. So they wear the jewellery, but would they trade the jewellery? How much? This is like a pact with the devil, isn't it? When you do a deal with the devil to get something that you know is normally not available but, but it brings sell, us back to doesn't it sell your soul diamonds are forever forever yeah but they're not the same as a good rogering oh okay. i don't know oh <coughs> did i spoil thing you better edit that oh, out oh you'll so. be in trouble when you get home when oh, well, i'm already in trouble and i am home oh, so i don't have to worry about that today um well. now Sarah. I do recall before we finish this extended edition of the final episode of season Aww. two, I was working as a waitress, as I know, I've had many jobs, and we we're at a dinner at ah, the Royal Courts of Justice. And David Walliams was there with his then girlfriend. And she Was she the gappy toothed one? I have no idea. But she had lost an earring. And they were very adamant in finding this earring. And me, I was like, oh, it's just an earring, not knowing <laughs> how much people would spend on jewellery. And I thought, oh, well, they're probably not going to find it whilst this party's happening because there were about 800 people there. Painful. Yes. But I'm actually quite good at finding stuff. And I'd heard mm. it go around that someone's lost an earring and keep an eye out. So I thought, oh. I'll probably find it. But then I didn't want to find it because then I was thinking maybe they'll accuse me of trying to steal it. And I was like, oh gosh. I was just thinking token black person, they're just gonna name and frame. But then I did find it and soon I was like, oh, that's, I didn't pick it up. I was like, oh, is that it down there? And she was so like. Relieved. Yes. She's like, I thought I'd never find it. It was so expensive, I was so worried. And I was like, oh, well, there it is. And then just went on my way. And... Oh. Do you remember? I don't remember which Indiana Jones film it was, but mm. I think it was one of the. It was, it was a brilliant one where they start with the end of a previous adventure. You, know, you, yeah. you, know, you feel like you're just interrupting his continuous adventures. They don't start with a new one. Yeah, and right. it, it, all I can remember about it is there's some, some kind of like a bar room or dance floor scene. I mean, yeah. a dance floor scene where. He's chasing some diamonds, which gets spilled on the floor. Mm. They're they big skitter, don't and, they? And then somebody chucks all the ice from the ice <laughs> box. Oh, yeah. You Bucket. know, buckets, yeah. And they, they go all over. So you can't tell the difference between the ice you have to wait and the diamonds. And they're all scrabbling around, you know, trying to distinguish between the diamonds. Which one's which? Oh, yeah. And the ice. But I did Maybe feel that's for, a this, model for yeah, sorry. this lady, because I lost one earring, I went for an introduction to kite surfing and stupidly wore these lovely earrings I got in India. And from that moment, I thought, you know what, there's a solution for not losing, like, hoop, teardropped, uh, the hook earrings. Mm. Just buy a whole load of the plastic backs. Yeah, exactly. And you can get 50 of them and just keep mm. putting them in and no one sees them. So yeah. even if the earrings don't come with a back... yeah. Just have some in your jewellery yeah. box. I have a little packet of them. I'm always giving them to friends. Yes, there's nothing worse yeah. than losing an earring and then you're just having one, especially if they're a great pair that you like. Mm. Some people do wear odd earrings. Yes, just... well, there you are, you see. Yes. Tradition goes again away well, from... I'm glad you managed to find some homespun wisdom to, to round insert the into the show. Otherwise, it's just the three of us rambling on as usual. Yes. But there we are, hopefully... Hopefully the listeners have enjoyed this trio today. Mm. Yes, thank you, Jane, so much for lending us your observations and insights. It's been fun. And thank you. You're looking very beautiful today, decorated as you are. Have I got a mask on? <laughs> Jane had her pearls on. I have. It's before six. It's so. before six. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'll be rushing off soon to... <laughs> I guess we've got such a busy evening, haven't we, of doing oh, yes. nothing as usual. Well, we, dress, we dress for dinner, don't we? That's true. Get the Uber takeaway. 
Yes. And Daniel's going to stretch his ear to uh, feel empower. Yes. 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 I'm hard of and masculine. I'm masculine. actually I'm a bit yeah. hard of earring at the moment. And I'm just going to round up the show and you know keep things nice and simple. So thank you, listeners, for joining us for the whole of season two. If you miss us for the next few weeks, just go back and start from the beginning. Until then, we're going to say ciao for now. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.